When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. But the problem with my daughter is she has caveman feet. They're so incredibly wide, which is funny because like George had narrow feet. George and Hattie could not be built differently. And Liz. I have so many things to say. So buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. We are back. It's been a minute. Sorry about the lack of episode on Tuesday. Um, Our recording schedule just did not allow because of Elizabeth's travel. I know. And I feel like it's been ages and I have so many things to say. So everyone buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy ride. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Yeah. Elizabeth um, drove down to Dallas to attempt to bring her wedding dress home with her. And all my wildest fears came true. All of those times you were like, what if it doesn't fit? I'm like, shut, shut up. up. You're going to be fine. It's going to be amazing. And and then it didn't fit. Spoiler alert. It didn't fit. And I will be giving all the details yeah, on that. We have a super exciting episode. So we're going to get a little Dallas dress recap from Liz. Um, we're going to play one of our favorite games, which is our last three transactions on our debit card. Keeps me honest. Keeps me honest, too. And I actually have some good ones to share. Me, too. I have one good one to share. Um. And then we have some industry news. I'm excited about today's industry news. Just like some good conversation starters. Love a conversation and starter. And then a ditch the drive through. All the things you love. None of the things you none hate. None of the things you hate. So do you just want to start with the dress recap? And I'm sure we'll just yeah. like go. Oh, and we're also going to announce um, our book. Okay. So I hope you have one. If not, I'm going to just. Perfect. Elizabeth was in charge of picking the book because it's been a lot of pressure for me. And overall, I think with the exception of how to stop time, I have done an excellent job. And okay. Elizabeth has been supposed to pick a book. It's you're, I gave it to this assignment to you over a week ago. Yeah, I just don't know like where to find the books. And then I sent you one and you said I've already read that. And that's a, pre, a sequel or a prequel to another one. And how was I to know? Yeah, so I have one if you're not. And also, my book was going to be The Summer I Turned Pretty. But then I realized that was a series. And I watched the Amazon show. Kelly, it's seven episodes, 50 I minutes a piece. Keep talking. I finish it in a day. I know, but I don't like love stories of children. And They're that's not so- children. They're like 16 and like 18 or something like that. It's your love story, Kel. Mm. Like it's sort of like an uncomfortable age gap. Yeah, for being like you 16. like lie to your parents. Yeah, like there's a lot yeah. of like drinking and like drugs in it, which See, I don't like which that. sort of like makes it feel not so. I'm gonna immature. pretend they're like 18 and 21. Okay, perfect. Maybe it's I'll watch it's it. a very good show. Okay, give us the dress recap because I we've I mean I know the whole story, but they don't. Yeah, so I know, and I have been so rude to my Instagram because I'm like I just need a platform where I can just vent, and Instagram is not the place. The Carpool Podcast 100%. is the place to vent. So. Um, I guess I'll just start from the beginning. So I bought my dress in Dallas thinking it would be the super glamorous experience because of course Dallas is better shopping than St. Louis and it was the biggest mistake I've made thus far. So picked out my dress in October. I agree because we went to three places. Two of the places were total flops. Total flops. Like there was, it wasn't like when we were dress shopping for you, there was 
two dresses I really liked, mm-hmm. and that's it. And we went to three places, and, and we tried prob- on yeah. so many. So dresses. that was a flop. But the dress you got, love. So like it's the dress. October, we pick it out. I love it. It's a corseted strap. Uh, shouldn't say too much. No, you really. Should. I shouldn't say too much. But okay, so it's a corset, so it like stays. Um, like it doesn't move too much and it was really comfortable when I tried it on which is why I picked this dress versus another dress because this other dress I almost went with like my thighs are rubbing together I was like so tight in weird places and this one I was I could do cartwheels I was jumping around I was dancing in the sample Mm -hmm. and so um, they ordered the dress and it arrives in March so I call the shop and I say hey when can I come try my dress on? And she goes, well, I want you to come in July because I want you to be as close to wedding weight as possible. And I said, look, my my wedding's in August. I'm not coming in July. That's far too, that's cutting it way too close. So, Which like also looking back, you were never going to lose that much no, weight. No, I wasn't. So like we shouldn't I, have. I don't know why. I, exa- I, my weight doesn't really change. Like I've been the yeah. same size for years. I'm the same weight. Like it wasn't going to change. So I said, well, I'll come, but I trust this girl. I'm like, right. okay, well, I'll come in June. So draw, she's like, okay, we'll do all your fittings in one week and you'll be able to take it home with you come Friday. So I'm like, that's amazing. So I drive 10 hours to Dallas. I am so excited to try it on. I get there and she's putting it on me or no, before I get it put on me, she takes it out of the bag. She leaves the room. Me and mom look at it and we're like, that looks tiny. But whatever. So she puts it on me. It technically fits. I'm just uncomfortable. So it it couldn't really like button all the way to the top comfortably. And also, you know, when like your hips are just too big for like a dress and then you can see like weird lines Mm -hmm. and like you can see like every thing of lining. Um, But I like out of pride, I didn't want to admit that my custom wedding dress didn't fit me. So I was like, because you immediately think like, did I gain a lot of weight? Did I gain weight? And I'm like embarrassed. And I just didn't want to admit that it was too small. So I'm sitting there and I'm feeling uncomfortable. I'm like, yeah, it's definitely like a little bit tight. Um, And the seamstress comes in and she's like, there's no seam allowance in this dress. Like we can't let any of it out. Like, how do you feel? And I'm like, um, yeah, I mean, it it fits. She's like, I can maybe do a little bit here. So anyway, I'm standing in this dress for like 15 minutes and they're trying to bustle it and they're all talking behind me. I have no idea what they were talking about. And everything starts to go like black. And I've never fainted in my entire life. And I didn't faint, but I was like, it got to the point where I was like, okay, I, I need to, I feel like I'm going to black out. I need to. So I go and lean against the wall and she's like, sit down in this chair. And I couldn't sit because it was so small. So it's like one of those things where you're like kind of like leaning and like trying to like put your like side hip on it. And I am, they said I was turning green. I had the chills. I saw a trash can next to me. I thought I was going to vomit. Like I was blacking out. So, and like I said, it's a corset. So there's no zipper to be seen, only buttons and freaking string. And so they are rapidly trying to get this dress off of me and like truly the most humiliating moment of my life I like had to crawl on the nasty dressing room floor like in my underwear and just lay there and they were and they were like do they got me water they're like do we need to call 911 I'm like no I'm fine I'm fine and so anyway they get me a rope (laughs) and I'm just like laying on the ground and um 
they like leave me and mom for a little bit and we're just like what the heck just happened and sh- whatever so they come before i blacked out nearly they took my measurements and she comes back in and she goes so we've had a two inch difference from when we first measured you which was a very kind way of saying that i gained two inches in my hips allegedly at this moment like i said i am so flustered i nearly blacked out of my wedding dress i didn't want to admit that the dress was too small small on me i hate this story i know it was just like it was just like humiliating and i really just like saw my pride like so get in the way and that's like a whole other conversation to have but um so she's like so we have two options um we can order more fabric and we can add more in but we'll have to get it from the designer meaning i can't take my dress home with me this week that i drove all the way for um or you know you can we can let a little bit out and we can see what your weight is come august so she goes i'll let you girls talk so she leaves the room and my first initial reaction is of course she's right like she did my measurements like she's a professional and so i'm just like dang like i guess i gained weight um which i haven't because i'm actually i haven't gained weight but i'm the same weight slash a little bit lighter so and I've been working really hard. So um, I knew that wasn't true. But I was like, well, maybe my like area where I carried fat like fluctuated. So me and my mom are talking. And I'm like, if I was this, if I was this um, measurement in October, certainly I can get that measurement again. And so we're talking. And so we're like, okay, I'll just like try even harder. I'll just like cut my calories down and I will get back to what I originally was in October. And so we tell her we're going to do that. She's like, great. Me and mom, oh, then before all this, she told me that the shoes I picked out were too tall and I have to go find new shoes. So me and mom leave and we go to the mall to go look for new shoes. And as we're just sort of like talking, we're like making like a diet game plan. And I was like, you called me and I absolutely hated that. idea. Oh, so well, this wasn't yet. I didn't call you yet um, because I knew you were doing something and I didn't I didn't call you yet. Um. We go to the mall and then mom's like, hey, let's get lunch. And already I'm like, I I don't know what I can eat. Like I already started to get this like toxic thought process of like, what can I eat? Like, I don't want to eat anything. Like I feel it was just like, I just felt so bad. That's such a spiral. No, it's such a spiral. And like I even in that like brief, like this 20 minute period where I had this like kind of toxic relationship with food, this like mindset, I was like, I'm not doing this until August because when I look in the mirror, I'm like the happiest I've ever looked. So I'm like, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to be any different. This is how I want to look on my wedding day because I'm happy with it. And, um, so the more we're talking, the more we're like two inches in my hips, wouldn't like none of my pants fit. Wouldn't I be like a different size? I've been a size six since college. Like I'm not not a size six any like I, this is what I am. Um, and so the more we're talking about, we're like she must have done it wrong. And then I called you, and you and Grayson were like, "There's no way she's definitely wrong." I talked to my roommate, who's like seen me throughout has fully seen me like yeah, in mean, my highs and lows and she's like Liz you look the best you've ever looked so I'm like she had to have measured wrong so we um I'm like crying basically because 
I don't get to take my dress. I realize now there's no way I can lose any inches because I never gained any inches. She just measured me wrong. And so now I'm like, I don't get to take my dress home. This sucks. Um, so the next day we go back and mom and I are like, we can either like tell her that she messed up and, you know, we need to be compensated for it or whatever. And we're like, she holds the fate of my dress in her hands. So we are going to go into it with so much, um, kindness and, but sternness. And that's what we did. And so I put the dress back on the next day when they made a few alterations and um i still just like didn't like it i was like this is not the dress i tried on she told me she ordered a size big bigger than the dress i had tried on as a sample which is has to just be a flat out lie because the sample be, was the sample si- fit the, the sample i they had to cinch me in in the sample yeah. it's such so that's just, um she uh my issue with like just from what i've heard it was just like the lack of responsibility because you didn't even tell them oh maybe we don't want to talk about that because well, that like gives away a part of the dress oh yeah we won't talk about that yeah um well there's a part of the dress that we were going to add so she had ordered mm-hmm. extra material for and when they were there she's like why did i order this extra material and like, they're like you were supposed to have this because you're supposed made. to have that thing made and so they like did that super last minute and like kind of sloppy and um so where was i so i put the dress back on and i'm just so bummed because i'm like this is not the dress that i picked out i am not excited about this dress i don't want to walk down the aisle in this dress like Mm. i was just so sad and so they were like okay so what we'll do is we'll order more fabric and i can go take it to the back right now and i can um like add in temporary fabric so you'll know what it will feel like on that day and i'm like i need to do that because i have no trust in you guys at this point so um they do that i put it back on and with the extra fabric the idea of what it's going to look like and i'm like okay this is my dress this is the one i picked i had such a i felt so much more comfortable in it like i could breathe in it and um i was like okay this is the dress i picked out i feel good so i had to leave dallas without my dress they said it'll take about three weeks which sucks because as if i have any time in july to like go to dallas um and then i originally drove so i could take it home so now I can't drive. So now I'm going to have to like fly it or ship it or do some something that I did not want to do originally. Yeah, it's a major bummer. No, but we will bummer. get it figured out. It's just a little bit of a hiccup. Yeah, it's just like of all the things to like go wrong. 100%. Not, not my dress. So also just goes to show that um, if you feel comfortable in your clothes and you wear the size that you are, you'll feel a million times more confident because it was the same dress. It was just the wrong size and I hated it and I hated the dress. Mm -hmm. And then the moment they added the extra fabric, I was like, this is my dress and I love it. So I'm sorry I wasn't there. Yeah, it was mom almost didn't go. I was so happy she was there. I would have been. Yeah, because you're like, no big deal. Like, I'm just going to go like they're going to probably have to take it in. I'm like, so tiny. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, okay, we have to add some fabric. But very the, humbling experience. I know, but the important thing is, like, you look amazing. You're incredibly healthy, and that's the important part. No, if I was not so confident in myself as I am at this current moment, I, I don't know what it would have done to me. Honestly, it was so humiliating. Yeah, I mean, there's just no way that, and like the sample fit, and like you just don't. 
it's just there's a lot there it 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 just sucks it sucks it sucks across the board so that is my wedding dress fiasco um yeah. i can't sleep because i still have nightmares that it's not gonna i'm gonna go back and they will they will have done something wrong elizabeth i promise kelly you. We, we've had this conversation and you said i promise you it's gonna fit it's gonna be great and guess what happened it didn't fit i know but like now i'm in, i'm now i'm more involved like it's just like there's not a scenario where like you're not wearing that dress on your wedding day and it's not being perfect and if not you can borrow my dress oh my gosh so when i was posting about this people started sending me their wedding dress horror stories hey guys stop doing that everyone oh. send her, her everyone send <laughs> her good stories stop well, well most of them they all like like you obviously you have to walk down the aisle and something so like they all ended mostly good but one person was like um my my the bridal shop that my dress was in burned down <gasps> And they said that they were able to repair the dress and like it was fine. I don't know how, but there was that. And then someone else said that the photographer hung their dress on a sprinkler in the hotel room, which is like such a rookie mistake. And it got soaked in like dirty water the day of her wedding. And so she had to like go to run to a bridal shop and find a sample, which I that's like now my fear. Like that's what I'm having nightmares. Okay, but about. you could wear my dress. Like if that happened, I know I don't want to wear your dress, Kelly. I want to wear my dress. Mm, well, my dress was beautiful. So okay, we're gonna figure it out. I'm not worried about it. I'm the keeper of the dress. I'm the maid of honor. It's my job to get you down the aisle in your dress, and it's like a job I take incredibly seriously. Okay. Okay. You ready to move on to our next segments? Yes, I suppose. Okay, now we're going to do our last three transactions. We're just exposing our recent debit card transactions to let you know what we are spending our money on. Do you want to start? I feel like I just did a lot of talking, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. will let you start. Um, this morning, I went to Bread Company, a.k.a. Panera, for all you people who don't live in St. Louis, and I got a bread slice bagel. How was it? I got bread slice bagels for the children and myself. Um, if you don't know what a bread slice bagel is, it's something that like I posted on my Instagram, which was one of the most controversial things I've ever posted about. Yeah, nearly got you canceled. Nearly got me canceled. Um, it's when you slice a bagel. So instead of like cutting it in half, you slice it like a loaf of bread. Mm -hmm. So then you have the ability to like dip it into cream cheese. Like it's like a dip. Or like you get equal ratio of like top and bottom. Yeah, bagel. because like if you, I'm sorry, if you go get a cinnamon crunch bagel, you, there's no, there's not good cinnamon crunch on the bottom no, bagel. No, it's so like, not good. Yeah. And like they're so good for kids to eat that way. So I got a bunch sharing. of them. So good. Um, I've really been on like a chocolate chip bagel kick recently. I love a chocolate chip bagel. I love, and like the frustrating part is I can never find them in store because like I would just buy them. Yeah. But like they're never in you store. You know what? I was looking the other day because I actually specifically love Einstein's chocolate chip bagels. And Einstein sells bagels at Walmart, apparently. Like, mm -hmm. and they don't have the chocolate chip. No, so. they're gatekeeping the chocolate chip. I know. That's just, that's like just what we want, people. I know. Come on. Um, okay. One of my last transactions, well, it was the shoes that I had to go and buy um, in Dallas since the shoes I had picked out were too tall. So it actually worked out in my favor because I got the most, they're called they're Lef Leffler Randall or Randall Leffler. It's that brand. They um are like a really popular wedding shoe brand and um they're so comfortable because they're like padded and they're like two inches tall, chunky heel. Like I'm going to be able to walk all freaking day. Um, so I got those and the sales guy either lied to me. And if he did, he got me to buy it because he was like, these are the only size nines left anywhere like in Dallas. So you better buy these. And I was like, OK, 
take my money they're beautiful they are beautiful i'm very happy i got them and they're the kind of shoe you can wear again like i know everyone's like says that no they really are my wedding shoes beautiful connect i will never wear them again yeah these i could for sure wear again because they're kind of like more modern and also i was so desperate i nearly spent like 500 dollars on a pair of white shoes which would have been a drastic mistake but they just don't have anything in stock right now yeah um speaking of shoes my next transaction was i bought shoes for hattie for your wedding Hmm. so hattie's wearing like little white mary janes um but the problem with my daughter is she has caveman feet and they are (laughs) huge her feet they're shockingly huge (laughs) they're not they're they're wide wide. they're so incredibly wide Mm -hmm. like they look like the palm of my hand (laughs) (laughs) girl tell me that's not hattie's foot yeah Tyler has very wide feet. Oh, is that where she gets it from? Yeah. So this is like probably not, not something she's going to outgrow. It's gonna, Yeah, it could be tough. Um, so she has incredibly tough. wide feet, which is funny because like George had narrow feet. Mm-hmm. Like George and Hattie could not be built differently. Like literally when I got them, you know how they go to the doctor and they give them the percentages. Like Hattie is 90 for weight, 40 for height. Mm-hmm. And George is like 90 for height. Wait, did I say that right? I don't know. I don't know. George is tall mm-hmm. and skinny. Hattie's short and stubby. Well, that's that was you and me. You were you were <laughs> tall and skinny, and I was short and stubby. <laughs> There's a photo of Kelly. Kelly's 16 months older than me. There's a photo of Kelly hold, like feeding me a bottle. I am like bigger than her. I look like I know a freaking monster we child. Find that photo and post it. Um, so anyway, the only shoes that fit Hattie, especially like dress shoes, like I can sometimes get away with um. Some Target shoes I can get to fit or some tennis shoes can fit. But like if we're talking dress shoes, I can only get stride right extra wide. (laughs) (laughs) So Liz was like sending me this like little like ballerina flat. And I'm like, no, that's that's not going to work. So so she has to wear like they're they're kind of cute. I'll put it that way. Yeah, they weren't really what I was looking for, (laughs) but whatever. They're white Mary Janes, but like they're just like the designs on them it, it, they just they don't look i want it just like simple like i didn't really want a design on them well, because like the dress kind of has some design yeah, going i mean on. it's not great it is what it is so and just know that we are knee socks or ruffle socks i think ruffle socks yeah i was dress. thinking ruffle socks mm-hmm. too okay so okay. that's what i bought so one of my recent transactions uh i bought like actually a lot of things off of amazon for the wedding sort of like boring things but um one of the things that I bought is my bachelorette party is next weekend. No, in two weekends. And don't stress me I out know, like that. In two weekends. And we're going to the the lake of the Ozarks. So we're going to be on a boat. And I am not wearing my engagement ring on this boat. So I bought a sort of similar looking fake diamond ring off of Amazon for $36. So it's, it's a thing more of like a radiant cut than an emerald. Mine's an emerald. Um... And I'm going to wear that. So that way I, I still like have a ring on and I'm still like fabulous, but it's not my diamond. That's a good call. I should probably do the same. I've yeah. never done that. And the cool thing too is there's so many fake ones. So if you ever like wanted to try out a different cut yeah, and do something bigger. different, yeah, or like a bigger one, um, you can do that. It's I'll only $36. I'll have to look into that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. My last one is I bought the coolest freaking thing. I So I'm always like really... Um, mindful of which kitchen utensils i will bring into my house because like okay. drawer spaces is, is important mm-hmm. so i love an apple slicer you know the one you just go yeah love them mm-hmm. i have an eight apple slicer the problem is my kids i like to give them really um 
thin apple slices. Mm-hmm. So I bought a 16 slice Whoa. apple slicer. Well, s- smaller apple slices are just the superior way to eat no, apples anyway. Pr- not even just for your kids, 100%. for anyone. I can't commit to a whole freaking apple eighth. slice. No. And like, so what I was doing, I was cutting it, doing the ace, and then I was cutting all the slices in half. So it was like $14, which I'm like, I don't, that sounds like such a waste of money. I have an apple slicer, but I think I will use it exclusively. And like, have you registered for an apple slicer? I think I did, yeah. Well, is it well, a 16 I, no, slicer? I, I, you I'm need gonna, to get a 16 I'm, slicer. I'm going to do the 16 slicer. Kelly, you know what I just realized? We didn't do a millennial order of the day. Oh. I was like so caught up in like my whole wedding fiasco. I thought we were like short on a segment. I know. Okay, so it's time for the millennial order of the day where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less lame. And sorry Kelly, we forgot. I know, so sorry. So embarrassing. Kelly, you have this one. So I do. take it away, babe. <clears throat> I do have this one. Today's millennial word of the day is ship. Ship. S-H-I-P. Okay. Do you know what it means? I feel like we've talked about this, but what is it? It's when you like something a lot, you ship it. It's specifically, I think the origin is from like relationships. So like, oh, I like, I ship you and Maddie. Like I ship your relationship, but it's, it's kind of um bled into other areas as well. So like you can basically ship anything. Like okay. I ship like Diet Coke and pizza. Like I ship it. Okay. Sure. What what is that? That, What do you mean, sure? I've never heard it. I like it. Like, do we ship them? Like, it's fun to say it in in a relationship context. I get it in the relationship context. I don't get it in the... Well, and maybe that's, like, not the most common way to do it. So we can start with, maybe once you're, like, an expert with the word, when you've used it in your vocabulary more, you'll be more comfortable. I'm just not sure I ship this word. Well, bummer for you. That's what the Gen Z's are saying. So if you want to be not a lame-o, you better get on my ship. Ship with it. You better ship with it. (laughs) Okay. Are we done with that? So- um, okay, no, but I forgot. I have one more transaction. Okay. Um, it's not a very good one, but okay. I only did two. So um, today I bought my... Uh, so after we're done talking about my wedding, um, I will then be talking about my best friend's wedding, who I'm the maid of honor in, and I just bought her first um, bridal shower gift. Oh, cute. Darling. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell everyone what I bought you for your bridal shower and your wedding? Yes. Kelly bought me... Oh, this is for my wedding gift, too? Uh, yeah, Elizabeth. <laughs> it was incredibly expensive. Kelly got me. Oh, no, I got you a trash can. That's what I was going to say. It was uh, a trash can. Oh, what's in your garage? Oh, the Peloton was my, uh, was my no, wedding gift? No. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Ouch. I'm sorry. So when Maddie and I bought our house, Kelly and Tyler, as like a wedding engagement, whatever, it, as a gift, they got us um, a uh, garage fridge. Yeah, because like you can't be suburban middle class without a garage fridge no and it's, and it's white and it's white and has some slightly dense. slightly damaged yeah and it's exclusively for beverages yeah exclusively we never had a garage fridge growing up and we were no. always so like so bummed mom also like never had fun drinks in the house no we, we could have like water it's like water or milk Lit- and sometimes orange juice and craig would drink the chocolate, chocolate milk. milk on the every day it was bought so it was never really last so yeah now long. that i have like a garage fridge and like there are so many beverages to try i know like there's fun, there's fun oh seltzers, gosh. there's You'll fun juices. See all the seltzers, all the reject seltzers. We put them in my um, garage fridge, and Maddie just like I'll just see him. He just he no, drinks them keep all. Keep them. Or we're supposed to play roulette. Maddie drinks them all. I don't know what to tell you. Well, buy the man some decent seltzers, Elizabeth. What kind of wife are you? I'm not. <laughs> okay, is it time for industry news? Yes. What do you got for us? Industry news. Industry news. Um, well, first of all, I'm so happy that you finally have an automotive news subscription because I'm going to be honest, mm-hmm. we, this was kind of a last minute decision to record the podcast today. So luckily you had the copy of automotive news I needed. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Let's start with the depressing news. New vehicles cost more and more, but there's no shortage of buyers. Ugh. Price pressure. This is an article from Automotive News, but here is the quote that I want to pull from the article. The average transaction price in May reached a record of 45502 according to J.D. Power Cox Automotive. But the cost of acquiring a new vehicle in May is even higher, $55,821. Oh, my gosh. When that includes factors such as financing, such as financing. So average transaction price, 45000 That's crazy. New, 55000 The average U.S. median household income is 70,284. What? So, to afford one of these vehicles, it's representing 4.1 weeks of income. And that's pre-tax. Gosh. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? That's so sad. Yeah, it's um It's like not good. And I'm like I've really lately been feeling extremely passionate about the lack of affordable family vehicles specifically. Mm-hmm. Um and especially I feel like when you think like the EV world that's coming and like the hybrid market, I feel like large, medium to large size families are getting incredibly left out of this conversation. Uh, because we don't have any options. Yeah. Like all these manufacturers are putting so much time into attention. And we've talked about this on coming out with these compact electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. And we can't get a Yukon, that's a hybrid. Yeah, exactly. So, so what are our options? $5 a gallon? And hey, not to mention, the large family vehicles are the most unfuel efficient cars. Like, mm-hmm. you'd think we'd make those hybrid or electric right, first. exactly. And so, like, to have Ford, Ford, like, no shade on Ford. I mean, everyone's doing it. Except for Chrysler. Chrysler is in my good graces right now. But Ford's, like, going to put all this time and attention on a Lightning yeah. instead of, like, making a more fuel efficient expedition. Right. Um, and what's crazy, like even for smaller families who can maybe do one of these like compact SUVs, the average price of an electric vehicle is $60,000. That's insane. So your options are $60,000 or $5 a gallon? Yikes. Yeah, not good. But yeah, Chrysler, I'm happy with them right now. And I've been in that Pacifica Pinnacle this week. Yeah. And we've driven the um the Jeep 4xe as well. Yeah, you're like a huge Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram girl right now. No, I really am because you they ship them. I do ship them because they're like, hey, you know, those cars that you love we're going to make them hybrid and electric yeah. like they haven't they haven't spent all this time and attention coming out with like mm-hmm. the mach e or the hyundai ionic 5 like yeah. they're just like let's just see what we got we know what's working we know what you like let me give you a hybrid option yeah and this plug-in pacifica is so freaking cool because it's a plug-in so you can just drive on electric range whereas like the toyota sienna not that i don't like that car as well but that that's an active hybrid so you get like 36 miles per gallon the pacifica you get 32 miles of electric range mm-hmm. and then it goes on to the gas engine. Mm-hmm. So if you're someone who like has a 10 mile commute, you'll drive on all electric the whole time. So I'm excited about those. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you could say I'm shipping Chrysler right now. I love it. And good they have their them. issues. Don't get me wrong. But you know what? When it comes to take f- the good with the bad. 100%. I mean, my new demo is a BMW X7 and I was so jazzed except for when my road trip and then I, I realized it requires premium gas. Yeah. I'm like, sorry, been, been there. Been there. Okay, do you want to hear? I want to hear if you're shipping this new collab that's coming up. Honda Motor Company and the Japanese electronic giant Sony have linked up to bring a high-value added electric vehicle. They're calling it the new generation of mobility and services. Okay. Um, So this is two iconic Japanese brands from two of the country's most important industries, automotive and tech. It's a 50-50 company that will be established this year with the goal of starting EV sales and providing mobility services in 2025. 
Sony Honda Mobility, that's what it's called, Sony Honda Mobility, will be based in Tokyo and will combine Honda's expertise in engineering and manufacturing vehicles along with the proficiency in providing the sales after service with Sony's, oh, and then the article cuts off, with probably Sony's something or another. Okay. So not much to talk about the camera. They're like, are showing this little concept car. It looks just like a little Tesla baby. Yeah, it does. I don't know. They're all running, like, I'm sorry, all these like little sedan electric cars, like they're all running together. They are a dime a dozen. They're a dime a dozen. Let me guess it has a huge ass screen. Let yeah. me guess you can't fit three car seats. Let, Let me guess, guess it's got a frong. Got a frong. It's got a 300 mic. Yeah. Let's just do a little more. Um, But like I love a collab. And I read somewhere. I need to like find an update on it. But I read several years ago that um, Hyundai and Apple like want to collab. So like there's going to be some tech and car collabs. And I just want to know if we're going to be shipping them or not. Okay. Okay. Last little story. Speaking of all things EV. I just wanted to give a little update because Kia release their new EV strategy. And it's a little all over the place, but I'm excited about the new this new car that's coming out, okay? So, Kia Kia's EV strategy. The car maker hopes to debut eight electric battery electric vehicles in the US by 29. So, lots are happening. So right now the Kia is like all about their EV6, which is their compact crossover. But in 2023, they're going to start be building the EV9, which will be a new 3.0 SUV. It's dark. Like, we haven't seen, like, an official rendering, but the concept, it's this one. We saw it at the auto show. Oh, yeah. So The cute. concept is, like, so cute. It's very Rivian, Rivian R1S vibes. Um, very boxy. It's darling, honestly. So, they hope that 30% of their sales will come from electric vehicles, and by the end of the decade, we'll get that number to 50% in the early 2030s. I know that was interesting. Yeah. Last year, U.S. sales of the midsize. Last year, U.S. sales of midsize crossovers were nearly 1.5 million, representing almost a tenth of the industry sales. So those midsize crossovers are what these brands are hopefully going to start focusing on because they're such a large market. Mm-hmm. Um, Kia has said it will introduce 14 fully electric vehicles by 2027, and that's an increase from its earlier plans to have 11 by 2026. So they're going to have 14 all-electric vehicles by 2027. That's insane. Because this sounds like a little too much. Yeah, it's like, isn't, do we, need, do we need it? Like, how about, like, like count them up. Like, we need a sedan. We need a sedan. We need compact a SUV. compact SUV. Like, five passengers. So, so what we need is, like, uh, the Optima. That's fine. Keep your little Soul. Kia has too many SUVs right now. They've got the Soul. They've got the Nero. They've got the Seltos. They've got the Sportage. They've got Sorrento. Sorrento the Telluride. It's like, calm down, Kia. Yeah. You have too many cars. And then just some EV6 numbers that came out. So EV6 went on sale for four months until it sold out. And they had 10,000 sales, which exceeded its initial expectations. So people are excited about Kia. And I'm excited that I'm I'm really excited about the EV9, obviously. But just interesting to hear more options coming. I mean, they're kind of like trying to compete with Volvo. Because, you know, Volvo is like telling anyone who will listen. By 2030, (laughs) 2030, we're going to be all electric. It's like, okay, Volvo. Okay, Volvo. Congratulate us. Well, it's like, okay, like, okay. Let's just... Okay, that's fine. Okay. You didn't have to, like, t- announce Thank it. You. So Thank you. So we'll see. Bobo. We will see. Um, And that's my industry news. I love it. And I think you have a digital drive-thru today oh, yeah. as well. We, now it's, like, my time to talk. Are you thinking about the book you're going to announce? Oh, no, gal. I don't know. Okay. I, I think we should do Malibu Rising. Okay. Did you look that one up? Everyone's talking about it. Don't okay. know. I honestly don't know what it's about. Okay. We'll do Malibu Rising. You read the description while I give the ditch to the drive-thru. Okay. Okay. The ditch to the drive-thru... Um, it is super, it's not lame. It's not a recipe. I think that's what I just want to get out of the way. But I did something this weekend, Elizabeth, that I've never done before that has, I think, changed my life for the better. Do you want to hear it? I do. I bought a Stouffer's lasagna. What? Okay. First of all, lasagna is an incredible food. 
It's easy to reheat. It feeds a family. And last uh, fall in October, I made like three lasagnas and it just changed my life because like then the week of Christmas pulled one out. It's just like so good to have a hearty meal in the freezer. So I'm still going to plan to do that. We're actually going to do that together. I decided I want to get some lasagnas made before fall. Okay. You just like put three in your freezer. Yeah. No, I like, love don't it. have to think about it. Yeah. But I was like, wh- people always talk about Stouffer's lasagna, right? Uh, do they? Well, it's like if you're going to th- like oh, whatever. So I bought this lasagna. Elizabeth. It's like this big. It's huge. It's like a tray. Oh, okay. $20. Wow. Which is a hard thing to bite off until you realize groceries are up like, what, 15%. Mm-hmm. So like Jeez, there's please. no way I could have gotten out of there with the ingredients for 20 bucks. I made it. Delicious. So so good my kids devoured it we had it for lunch we had we've had it for lunches like just go buy a stover's lasagna and keep it in your freezer and that's my dish to the drive through okay i love it it's like not a quick meal to make but it's a good thing to have in your back pocket you do some caramel broccoli you do a caesar salad it hits like i cannot wait to go home and eat it okay cal i'm not gonna do your malibu rising book because no. it was by the same girl this- who wrote okay so no offense the character i, I re-listened to our recap and i'm still so mad about the lack of character development for monique i know i can't justice even, for I, monique. I can't even get into it um i mean and i have seen it all <laughs> over my social media now people are like gagging over this book I and i'm like so frustrated with so much about it no and like the more i sat with it the less i liked it because mm-hmm. like when i think about like the crawdads or it ends with us yeah. like those are the books that are sticking with me evelyn hugo i'm like well they broke up because she acted in a movie okay we literally can't <laughs> like, yeah, okay, I we can't. didn't even give a spoiler anyway so let's, let's just like okay. not go there okay so the book we're gonna read is the love hypothesis by Allie hazelwood it has half a million reviews on goodreads.com and 4.3 stars so i'm thinking it's gonna be pretty good and like we really need a home run yeah so get it on your audible wait what's it called it's called the love hypothesis like you think i know how to spell hypothesis <laughs> the love hypothesis kelly always speaks into her phone and so if you ever see on our instagram oh, she i'm judging this book so hard by its cover kel i don't want to tell you we're reading it i made my decision if you ever see a word spelled correctly on kelly's instagram that you think she should have no business knowing how to spell it's because she talks texts a lot um can i give like a book if anyone's like looking for something else i read okay. it happened one summer by tessa bailey and it was so good it's so it's like definitely the spiciest book i ever read like probably too spicy for for me like in my everyday life but Mm. it was just something fun it was like a little light read at first i was listening to it and i'm like this is the stupidest book ever but then like you kind of get into it so just like (laughs) okay (laughs) okay it's called a half in one summer but i'm excited to read the love hypothesary hypothesis (laughs) the love hypothesis hypothesis she's like a scientist kelly so it's like she's doing a study on love i hate that it's like that's the thing like she's she's a nerd he's a jock like they end up together i don't know who he is kelly (laughs) the love see this is why i don't like give my opinions on things because i get absolutely stop did you read the um okay it was buzzfeed the best summaries of 2021 this book was a third year phd candidate her name's olive they that always have the weirdest names. The screaming main character energy. Doesn't believe in lasting romance relationships. Shocker. But her best friend does. And that's what got her into the situation. Okay, I'm not going to read it. No. Well, just, like, I'm go so not a reader. I can't even bring myself to read the description. <laughs> like, I just like... like <laughs> do you have an audible version of the description? <laughs> I love... And it's funny because I like to read automotive things. 
I don't know, Cal. But I also like prefer to listen to them, if I'm being honest. I'm just yeah. like a listener girly. Right, exactly. Okay. So that's our show. Yep. So thank you so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast. Be sure to follow us on our on IG, give us five stars, and leave us a review. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.